This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Swallow your pride. There's nowhere to hide. What would you decide when it's on the line? If it's do or die? Would you compromise or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky if you don't try to fly. Rocky Rose, but we stayed unshakable. Been through it all and we still unbreakable. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Reborn Podcast. My name is Ashley Horner, and today I am joined by Miss Gia McCool. She is an entrepreneur, an author, a social media consultant. She's a public speaker, first form athlete, and a fitness professional. She has been on many, many covers of magazines and has more than 8 million followers online. She is also the author of Building a Powerhouse Brand, Gia's Fit Cookbook, and more. So you guys have to check her out on Instagram. She has a lot of amazing recipes and everything. You can find her um, and all of her fitness recipes, all of her books and everything at Gia McCool. Dot com. It's G-I-A-M-A-C-O-O-L dot com. Uh, you can keep up with her on Instagram at Gia McCool. And let's bring her on to Reborn. Welcome to the Reborn podcast. We were just talking about Gia. She is from Orlando, Florida. And we were just talking about my time recently down in Orlando. It was so fast, okay, because I'm in Virginia Beach. So getting down there, we had to stop. But on the way back, it's like a direct flight. It was like a, it was a super short flight, like almost an hour or less. Um, So my time there, it was like, it was so fast. I didn't even basically leave the hotel room, but it's beautiful. And the palm trees are gorgeous. And the weather, of course, is freaking perfect. So do you live, do you live there full time or do yeah. you just live there seasonal? I was, I was born and raised girl. Wow. Born and raised. <laughs> born and raised in Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So do you still have family there? Like all your family, everything? Uh, I is have, yeah. I have like immediate family, but just like, you know, parents and brothers, but everybody else is like not in United States. Wow. What, where are you, where's your like ancestry from? So backgrounds, Lebanese, um, I can see that, but third generation because both of my parents were born in the States. Okay. Okay. Very beautiful. Um, <laughs> so you're, you got super lean. Yeah. My goodness. I, I did. Was like, Whoa. So how was the competition? How to do? Um, so I got, I got, I got sixth. Um, so I didn't play top five, which is okay. Like I wanted to go to nationals. That was the whole point was to see how I would stand on a national level. Um, but like, I think having my first show, I did my, my first show and then I just stayed low for so long. I think I was, cause I got, that's whenever you were saying like, I was so lean. I was so lean and I was lean for low and just like hormonally, I think it was really hard on my body because the moment I started introducing carbs back in and, you know, it was like teetering, like I would have some carbs every day, but it was like, it was a lot of, you know, it was really, yeah, it was intense at the end. It was, it was amazing. You were doing a little bit of a cycle. 
Yeah. Like yeah. a, like a 2550 hundred, then back down to 2500, like, like small, like that. Right. Segmenting. Yeah. Yeah. So towards the end, it would be like, I would, you know, I would get a lot of, a lot of carbs and then I, I would back off my carbs. So it was just like that, some carb cycling. And then, but it seemed like towards the end, like a, um, a week out, I, I started getting a bunch of carbs and I don't know, my body just filled out. So a lot, it was almost like my body like loved the carbs a lot. So yeah. I learned a lot. Like, uh, it was an amazing experience. Did you used to compete? Did you, did you do? I did, yeah. My last, I, I competed from 2009 to 2016. Um, so Are you a pro a people, bikini? I am. Yeah. I got, I got my pro in the WBFF and then I moved over to NPC, uh, went into nationals and then got my pro there in the IFBB. So wow. that's amazing. I I'm, so I, I had my fill of it yes. <laughs> and I know the feeling and I always tell girls like, that's why I got out because if you want longevity, like staying that lean is so, it creates so much havoc that it was just my, it was my decision. I always go back to my why, like, why did I start? It was always for fitness. It was always for health. So as soon as it started moving into more of unhealthy things, I was like, okay, it's time to stop. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did the, I was a WBFF pro. I don't know if you cool, knew that. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. The, for, for, uh, fitness, like it was basically their figure, I guess, like, you know, category, but yeah, I was a W I was a WBFF pro. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's been, so you competed for a long, so how many, how many shows a year were you doing then? Uh, you know, I mean, like I wasn't doing six a year, but to tell you the truth, I was doing like probably four because you have to do, right. You have to be doing a certain amount. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think like four was probably my top per year. Yeah. It was still a lot for so me though. <laughs> what do you, what do you mean whenever you say you have to be doing, you have to be well, doing the shows throughout you the know, year? The, the thing with, I think WBFF and IBB is a complete different, they're two completely different federations, right? Mm -hmm. So with IFBB, it's taken, in my opinion, more seriously, and you have to do a lot more shows. You have to come in, you know, uh, your condition has to be a lot harder. Yeah. You have to look different than a WBFF, right? Mm -hmm. So the judges aren't going to just hand you things like the WBFF is. The judges are actually going to make you, they want to see how much you want it. So right. you got to be seen. And on the stage very regularly in order for the judges to give you any leeway. And that's, that's just, if you want to like place. Is that, do you think that's at the IFBB level or is that at like the NPC level? So, yeah. So I, once I got, once I got, um, you know, internationals and moved into the IFBB pro, that's when, in my opinion, they want to see a lot of you. Mm -hmm. Like you got to, you got to keep improving every single show. And, and then there's this, in my opinion, there's this packing, there's this ladder system. So let's say you come in in amazing peak condition and you've done everything that you, they told you to do and you've improved. That does not give you the win. Mm. There might've been five other people who have put in work before you, and they're going to let that ladder system, you know, run through its course. Wow. Yeah. I know a lot. You hear a lot about like politics and stuff in the, you know, in the industry. And it makes it really hard. I think that like, th that's why like this sport and, and those, there's been so many people since I've started this journey, Gia, that have been like, Oh, I'm going to compete too. Or like, I want to, I want to get up there and get on stage. And 
Like, I, I think that it's important. Like, this has to very much be about a personal journey and about personal growth for yourself. And, you know, the the whole, like, politics and stuff involved and you know, everything that you were talking about. This is why, like, it has to be a much greater purpose than you just standing up there and getting a W. It has to be about what you find out about yourself, the journey along the way, and just bringing, bringing a little bit better package, like setting personal goals for yourself of ways that you can grow. Um, and because once you, once you get to that level, like you can really start manipulating your physique. When you have your calories dialed in that much, your training dialed in that much, you know exactly how much you're eating, when you're going to the bathroom, like everything is such a tea. You can start making changes like that to for your physique and that's just that's like when it's really incredible yeah i think human nature is to believe the grass is greener so it doesn't matter whether you're competing or whatever goals you have there's that human nature that tells you well i want the next best thing that grass is going to be greener when i get there but that isn't necessarily true Uh and so that's why i always say go back down to your why why do you start because there's going to come a turn, I call it the turn back moment where you now are letting your ego determine your decisions. And that ego is not going to be good. That's not good decisions for the future for long term. If you, um, if you could get back into it, would you ever get back on stage? Do you have any desire at all? No, because I have been asked that question a million times. Have you? I, I do what I do because it makes me happy and it makes me smile. And if there ever comes a point, anything that I do in my life where I'm compromising my happiness just for a trophy or a, a ego self-esteem thing, that's when it's time to stop. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I love that. I really like that outlook. Well, I didn't know, I guess I didn't realize that you have a background in competition. So that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't realize that you like were following along on my journey. Yeah, girl, it, it was hard. And I'm actually looking at, um, just like just now I've started looking at shows to do in 2023. And I think that in order for me to grow, I need to set a show date for like later in the summer, I think in the fall. And I was actually just, what's crazy though, G is I was actually just comparing my photos from my first show, my NPC show that I did in November. And then my national show that I did right back to back. And I actually look better. I I look better in my first show. I think that like I got so low for so long doing it naturally. My hormones just could not take it. I, they just could not take it. So I want to go into another show, like just that be my one show and bring the full package and everything that I can from months of building and, you know, getting huge. And then I just want to see what that package looks like. Because yeah, I think that if, if you do it the way that you're doing it, you know, as like you're, you're competing against you and you alone, right? So you're going into it with like, this is my goal. This is what I want. And by absolute, I say, go for it, do it because you want to be able to look back and not have any regrets that you didn't do it, you know, or that you did Yeah. I want to talk about, you do a lot of different things. You're an entrepreneur, you're a speaker, you're a first form elite athlete. You're really into firearms training, which is what I love. You're a really good shot. How you know, you- we got to finally go over there together. We need to go to the range and do something together. I know. <laughs> I know. Are you, are you ever going to compete in like a tactical type games? Like I have, I've done. Yeah. I, I did competitions. They're fun. They're yeah. a lot of fun. What, what did you think I, about that? Did you do I the actual what, what competition? Did you do time, girl. Time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like 
time, money, like to, to do it. It's not, it's not a cheap, like, you know, competing isn't cheap, right? Every show would cost me, you know, $3,500 a pop, you know? Oh my and gosh, I, I know. Huh. Right. It's so really we like these expensive things. Yeah, <laughs> it I know. comes down to like weighing priorities. So yeah, it is like the, I, I, I have picked probably some of the most expensive sports to like get into, you know, the tactical games, bodybuilding, bodybuilding, it's really just how much you want to invest into it. Like you can do your own prep. You can do your own training. You can do all that with the proper research guys. There's so much, there's so many sources out there. You guys don't have to pay for a coach, but again, it just depends on like, you know, how you want to do it. And yeah, a lot of this is investment and it takes a lot of time. Uh, yeah. where, where, when did you start learning about firearms training? How, how long husband. have you been there? Okay. My husband, he's a, he is a retired veteran and he's always been, this is his thing. You know, he has a gun shop and believe it or not, when I met him, I was one of those girls that was like fearful of it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought yeah. like, oh, you know, this is like, you know how girls are. And I'm like, and then he's like, no, it's a tool. And he starts showing me. And then I start learning and then I start shooting. And then I just fell in love with you know, it's kind of like fitness in the sense of like, you can't stop doing it or you like, you'll lose everything you've learned. Same thing with fitness. You know, you go in the gym, if you're not doing pull-ups every day, you're not going to, you can't be able to do pull-up, right? Same thing with shooting. You've got to be doing it every day and you get better every single time you do it. I like that. Yeah. I really, I really like that. And I am so, I'm actually really rusty because I was doing the tactical games and stuff a lot. And I was, you know, talking about like my 2023 goals. And I was like, well, do I want to, because now they have like the tactical games, but there's also, there's so many other things out there now. Um, just like even like shooting competitions, because that's also very important for me as a female. Yeah. And like, as a, as a female and like, you know, my husband's gone a lot. I, I, that is a skill set that I want to keep up. And if I have to enter myself into competitions so I can keep up a, a necessary like life skill that's important to me and my family, then that's probably going to be what I end up having to do. This February, there's a, um, there's a brotherhood community meet at Rich's range. Your husband would probably love to be at it. It's all the guys get together and they do like these obstacle courses and they, they have like a preacher come and they, they do sermons. It's really, really amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Definitely send me the information. And since I knew you were out there, so I'm like, yeah, in February, okay. every February once a year. Wow. That's amazing for sure. So how did you get into all of this? Like the fitness, the entrepreneurship, um, I've always. Okay. So my very first job ever, ever, ever. Yes. I need to know with managing a ladies gym. That was my first job. So I would ride my bike 10 miles, five miles up, five miles back at six in the morning to manage this gym. And that's what I did. So I guess it was probably like maybe two years into managing the gym. And I was like, let me go to the Europa. I walked into the Europa and I just was like, yes, this is where I want to be. <laughs> and then uh, Vitrix, which at the time was with Nutrix, uh, was there. And they're like, we're looking for girls for our team. Would you like to be part of it? And I was like, yeah, why not? (laughs) So it was just a natural progression of just doing the things that made me come alive. And here I am. Wow. And when was that? 2009. Did you start competing after that? Um, Yeah. So competing came, I would say about a year and into getting involved with new tricks. So about a year afterward. Yeah. 
Yeah. How did your um how did your niche for you know the social media and how you because you're a consultant, right? Do you you help be, build like the social media platforms and the brands? How did yeah, you people don't know that. Yeah. Yeah, how did you get involved with all that? Because I absolutely love your social like I love your content. Um I love that it's so diverse everything that you put up. Thank you. Um, they're, you're so feminine and raw, but you're also a badass, which is what I love. The links takes one to no one, I guess. (laughs) So to kind of talk to me about like just the social media aspect and, and what, like, give me, I want some pointers because I've been losing followers and I need to know how to build my. So uh, you know, like you have a community, right. Where you live and you get together with events. So it's kind of the same thing here. And when I was at these events, my longtime friends would be like, Hey, you know, I have this brand or I have this product and I need help. I need to brand this online. And I just naturally started working with them for free just to help them. Right. And then I would show them how to shoot their content or create it. And they'd be like, Oh my God, you like, can I rehire you? And I was like, Oh no, I don't know if I can, you know, if I have time to do that. And then they're like, they kept badgering me throughout the years. And so basically that's where I'm at. (laughs) I'm shooting their content, I'm editing their content. I'm doing their blogging. I'm doing their ghostwriting. I'm giving them tips. We do meetings every week and it's just become a career, I guess you could say. How long have you been doing this? Uh, three years now. Wow. Oh, so you're like, oh, it's just, you know, and then you're like, oh, I've been doing it for three years. So what I want to do, I've been working on lately is I have wanted to be less hands-on because Mm. you know, doing your own channels and platforms, how time consuming it is. And can you imagine doing that by 10 and shooting that content and posting? Like I am 24 seven like this, right? So what I've done is I've created this video course where whoever wants to do it now they can learn it themselves and do it themselves the correct way. Where do so they, where do they get this? That's amazing. I actually offer it on my site. Okay. Wow. What is your site? So gmacool.com. Okay. Wow. That's really cool. So, and, and you basically just talk about like, cause you see a lot of these young, you know, social media based entrepreneurs coming up, right. Um, young or smaller brands. So they can da- go to your website, download this video and it, you're just teaching them the key concepts of like shooting product or products or what type of social media. I, I set up a 60 minute zoom call with them. I will go over recommendations on what I said. For I always like to hear about what where their goals are at, what they've done. You know, if they haven't already created kind of like a repertoire of content and and they haven't already established something, then it's a whole different set of of learning, right? So it depends on where they are, and then I set up a course that's designed for them, and I will teach them A to Z how to create the platforms, how to do their headers, their bios, their landing page science. They'll learn content creation. They'll learn how to, even if they want to do the verification process or get published in magazines or learn how to do podcasts. Basically it's, yeah. Wow. Just like a cookie cut. Yeah. Just figure like here, here's the blueprint. It's not cookie cutter because no one page can ever be identical. Right. Right. And no one person is ever going to brand themselves properly and differentiate themselves if they are doing a cookie cutter mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's a lot of, there's a lot of these gurus, you know, we see it now. Uh, I can, you know, I can make you whatever, grow your account, but they're basically taking your money and not doing what you need to do. They're giving you very spammy stuff, which is what's happening to Instagram. And I think that that's kind of our downslide in Instagram right now. There's all these people who are doing these cookie cutter programs 
and they're not differentiating themselves. So it's just this like, it's turning into a back page, in my opinion, or a Craigslist. Today's episode of Reborn is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. I will never forget whenever I had my first son trip and um, I was living in a place at the time where I didn't have any, I didn't have any family around. Um, my mom flew out and and helped me in the beginning. I was grateful and fortunate enough to have to have her help in the beginning once I you know brought my first newborn son home. And, um, I remember after my mom left, I remember thinking like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm all alone here. (laughs) Like, you know, like how do you know what you're supposed to do? Right. It's, you know, you all of a sudden have this child and a new parent and, uh, there's a lot of questions that come up and there can be some hard times and some hard adjustments as well. Uh, and this is why I want to talk to you about BetterHelp and what they offer. Now, I know a lot of times, and specifically speaking about new moms, but really at any point in our life, uh, when we just feel really overwhelmed, BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. Uh, it's convenient, it's secure, and it's accessible anywhere. And the best part is, guys, is it's 100% online. All right, guys, the holiday season is upon us. And I know that whether you're a new mom or, you know, it's been a rough year, it's been a rough couple years, um, everybody truly deserves to feel their best, especially during the holidays. And BetterHelp makes it easy to get started. So BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service. They have matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists and are 100% available online. All the benefits of in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient, more accessible, and it's more affordable, guys. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match yourself with a therapist. And guess what? If things aren't clicking, uh, you can move to a new therapist at any time and start building the relationship with your therapist that you need. It really couldn't be any more simpler. So there's no waiting rooms. There's no traffic. There's no endless searching for the right therapist. Um, go ahead and reach out to them, guys, and get the help that you need especially during the holiday season. So go visit Better Better Help. It's B-E-T-T-E-R, betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash reborn, R-E-B-O-R-N, and get 10% off of your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash reborn. Do you like how Instagram's going to more reels, reel based and like less, less photos? Like, how are you navigating through that? I think it can be a good thing mm-hmm. when you do it your way, like the way you're doing it. I think it can be a great thing. Yeah. Right. Because you're actually offering workouts and tips and, and live interactive ways to, to deal with your, your viewers. But if you're just sitting there doing, taking TikTok content and putting it onto Instagram or taking Twitter content and putting it onto Instagram, no. That's it has not to it. be different. Do you like TikTok better than Instagram? TikTok is a completely different strategy. So when you're on TikTok, they don't want to see production stuff. They want to see very live, almost like you're at home on your iPhone 
the kind of stuff that's organic, real, nothing edited, right? So if you're going to want to brand yourself on TikTok, I do not suggest that you do the same thing that you do on Instagram over there. Make it completely Instagram different. Instagram is a little bit more of a, a production, a little bit more involved in that. I want to ask you, what is your advice on some of these younger brands that are coming up that are putting themselves out there that are dealing with like the haters? Because I know you deal with that and you've dealt with the shadow banning, right? Weren't, weren't you shadow banned? Um, I was, uh, I was actually, haters. I was taken down six months. Somebody took down my page. So the AI Instagram is run through artificial intelligence. It's not run by any one corporate. And I know this because I actually took a drive down to Instagram headquarters Oh my. Is this when your account was shut down for six months? Six months. Yeah. They, these trolls know how to manipulate the system and get these pages down. And there's actually networks of people who will, and this is happening a lot. They're taking down these, these other, you know, platforms and then they're selling the platforms, right? So they're making money off taking down people's platforms. It's, it's kind of dark. Wow. Well, how, how do you, how, what would advice would you give to some of these younger brands that are kind of dealing with that? Because obviously not everybody can drive down to the Instagram headquarters. How did you, how did you navigate through that during a time you said you were shadow banned or taken down for like six months? How do you keep your business running through that? <laughs> um, you always want to have a landing page, right? Landing page, right? Cause landing page is where you have all your stuff and then you have your email base. So I, I think that people need to not forget the old, ways of running a business. And just really, really quick. She's talking landing page. This is like a blog site, a website, right. have a landing page. And the email list, the, the emails is what she's talking about. It's like, a, uh, you, when your customers come to your landing page, which is your email, they're going to type in their email address, which then you're going to be able to start communicating then with them via email, via newsletter. Okay, go on. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you keep that home base, right? And in person, is always going to be the best way to get your clients by far. Virtual world is the virtual world, right? It's a great tool, but it's not everything. So let's just say Instagram goes down tomorrow. Hey, if you have made in-person contact and you're out there in the real world doing real things, it's not going to affect your business. But if you have it, it's just a great way to communicate with people without having to pick up a phone. So that's why I always tell people, hey, don't worry about posting as much as you do communicating, reaching out to people, DMing people. Use your DMs. Like that's an amazing way to communicate with people. Yeah. Yeah. I think it also comes back to like building that community and that, that, that base because Again, I know, like I, I know some of my my biggest fans and my biggest supporters. If Instagram went down tomorrow, they would still find, they would know where to communicate. They would still find me, and I think that's why it's important. We talk about branding and, you know, making yourself like an individual brand of who you are and staying true to who you are. Like you build that, and people become attracted to that. People become attracted to what you put out, and you find the like-minded people who end up navigating to you. You create this community, and if something were to ever happen, like what you was saying, they will still come and find you. You will you will still have your support base. So now I'm wondering, Gia, if like some of these brands over the last year, we're talking about like shadow banning accounts getting turned off. Like for a lot of people, for a lot of young entrepreneurs, this is their main in 
income source of right. income, right? So right. how do you what like how what what advice do you tell people are you know either being shadow banned, their accounts are turned turned off? I mean, for some people, this is like their livelihood. Well, I'll give you a little tip that I actually will only tell clients, and I'll give it to you. Um, you can disconnect the app from your your browser, right? Take it off, you know, get it out of there and then re-upload it and do that three times. And that usually will reset the AI so that you can get out of a shadow ban. So that helps, right? Um, also, don't give up. So a lot of people will do this. Their page is down, their page got hacked and they're like, oh, whatever, I'm just going to give up. No, don't give up. You want to be emailing all of the help, uh, you know, reports to Instagram. There are actual, uh, I call them hackers because that's what they are. They know how to hack back into your page and yeah. get your page back, right? Um, so there are other ways to do it. And then when in doubt, start a new page, connect with other people. That's that's also an option. You know, I always say if you've built up millions of followers and then you have to restart over again, that that's, that can take a blow. Right. right. But it can be done. It can be done. Yeah. And I think too, um, you know, recently I've started becoming, trying to be better at creating diverse content for diverse platforms and getting better and not just putting all my content onto one plat platform, right. Being able to communicate. And like you were saying, we don't have to get into all of that today, but how the audience for TikTok is a lot different than the audience for Instagram. The audience for Instagram and TikTok is a lot different than the YouTube, you know, and then you have the YouTube shorts. So I think that it's also like, we get so kind of like hung up on thinking that there's, for me, it's like Instagram. I get so caught up thinking like, oh, it's only Instagram, but there's so many other diverse platforms out there that you can just get your content out there to other people. And I think that's, that's very valuable. I've had, I've had amazing, amazing, and much better than Instagram through Twitter getting real clients. So with Twitter, I always say it's the information hub and you're on Twitter as well because um, I follow you there. But a lot of people don't realize that you really can't fake it in Twitter as you can in Instagram. Instagram is kind of like only by perception, right? So people can really fake it and it's all about visual. Twitter, you actually have to come with some good information and have a viewpoint that's unique from somebody else to stand out. And that really sets you apart to get real, live, good, solid fan base, you know, or follower base. And so, yeah, so everything. So think of it like this. Twitter is your information hub. Um, Instagram is your visual. TikTok is your more everyday, organic, you know, your home, having a cup of coffee, maybe you're talking. It's, it's just a different. So if you think of each platform as a different utilization, like it, it does different things, they all work differently. I didn't realize you had all this knowledge up inside that. <laughs> next time we go on a first form event and we're riding on a bus together, I'm sitting next to you, Gia. That's like a free consult, guys, that I can totally take advantage of. Yes. Golly, girl, you are just a wealth of like all of these golden nuggets, guys. I would um, just replay Thank this you. podcast and get out a notepad. Um, so on top of all of this, like you, you, you clearly take care of yourself. You're in excellent shape. So Thank I just want to just ask you, like, you know, managing all these accounts and start, you know, this 
you know, it's a, it's a younger business, but how are you finding the time to take care of yourself? And, you know, you kind of, I can tell you, you practice what you preach, right? It's all about balanced lifestyle and longevity. So can you talk about that a little bit? Cause your recipes are like amazing on Instagram. I have so many of them saved for the past well, year. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> you do this like me and you are. Yeah. You know what it, what it takes, right? You just got to do it. You just got to get it done. Like I'm up at 5.30 to get my workout and then I'm going home eating, then starting on work, then stopping again to go do my resistance training, then coming back. Like that's what we do. We don't stop. We don't take holidays. We don't take vacations. We don't take weekends. Yeah. It's just, I just work all the time. Yeah. But but the plus, the plus side to that, there, there are like the plus side to that is that we do get to make our own schedule and we do have the flexibility to be like, yeah, we're going to go get our second workout in today, but we're also up until like 11 PM or 12 AM at midnight working or creating content or waking up at 4 AM and, you know, opening up our laptop and hammering out, you know, uh, it's definitely, definitely, it's just like a, it's a grind and it has a lot of, a lot of reward to it. Let me ask you this. Is your husband the balance for you? Does he balance you a little bit? Yeah, he's very calm. Does he, is he, does he ever turn to you and be like, okay, Ashley, it's time to cut off. It's time for me now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. He's usually like, it's time. Like, let's just not talk about work anymore. And I'm All just right, like, there but there's just like this one more thing over the years. I've gotten better too, to like respect that, like for myself, like to turn it off, but it's definitely hard. That's why I end up just waking up really early in the morning and then I can work and like, nobody's bothering me. Um, that's, well, that's what happens on my end. My yeah. husband's like, okay cut off time. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's time to disconnect, pull the plug for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about your cookbook then, cause I do see all of your recipes that you have online, amazing things. And, um, that's something that I'm wanting to start experimenting more with is just like, um, using a lot of the protein powder for, from first form and making it in, we've been talking about like protein muffins because I eat a lot of those on prep. Um, but tell me about your cookbook. What kind of cookbook do you have? These, this cookbook is really a, it's to me a very small cookbook, right? There's only 40 plus recipes in there. I, I, I put those staple recipes that I use again and again, every single day, you know, or every week they're, they're regular. And those are the ones that are in there. And for me, it was, I had to have variety, right? Doing how many years of prep you, if you eat another asparagus, you're going to like die. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have barf, yeah. right? I'm not like you're going to choke on dried chicken breast. Like how many times are you going to do that? Right. So I really had to zone in and just make my prep fun. And when I started doing that, I didn't miss anything anymore. I didn't feel, I didn't crave for the things that I did anymore because I was looking forward to my meals. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. What did, do you have a favorite protein right now for first from first form? Uh, the, uh, cinnamon cookie batter is my favorite. The cinnamon cookie batter. Yeah. That's my favorite. Is that a holiday one? It's not. I don't know Stay if cool. I've tried that one. Yes. Yeah, Cause there's one. so many flavors. Cause I've only, I've been with first form. Um, I, so I get stuck on a flavor. Like if there's like a flavor that I like for the longest time, it was mint chocolate, mint cookie oh, or like yeah. thin mint. I think it was a thin mint one. It tastes like Girl Scout cookies. Oh my yeah. gosh. Like that's literally, I was like, this is the protein for me. Don't send me any other because I know nothing else is going to taste as good. And then like you kind of like find another protein that is just like, oh my gosh, like you crave it. It's like your favorite protein. Definitely try that one. Cause you can, you can do versatile with it. You can bake with it or you can put it in your coffee. 
whatever. Yeah. Because of all the call, the cut, co- they have the collagen that you can put into your coffee in the mornings. Yeah. Um, well, what, what else do you offer? So you have the cookbook, you have your training programs, you're doing yeah. the online social media build. Where can people find all of this stuff to find so I'm, you? E- I'm super easy to find. I just came out with a new book. Uh, it's the fitness physique book. And I put my story in there, like how I got started and what brought me to this point, and even some of the experiences I had in competing, because you know, as a woman, you know, you come across a lot of catty, a lot of catty stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really hard, you know, like when you aren't that way to try to develop a community, it can be difficult in this industry. Mm-hmm. So I put all that, but yeah, you can, it's easy to find Gia McCool everywhere. Gia, Gia McCool on Instagram, Gia McCool on. Where, where can people Twitter. find your book? Did your, so your book launched? I didn't it's know like, you wrote a yeah. book. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. That Thank is you. so amazing. How long did it take you to write it? Like, what was that process like? Uh, I was, I was writing it for five years. Like I was doing little journaling here and there. I wasn't being on top of it. And then that last year I went full force and just finished it. Cause I'm like, okay, enough of this, like get it done. <laughs> so is it more like an autobiography? Yeah, it's right now. It's actually, I have the printable version. Finally, I have the printable one, but I had it for ebook for a little while. Okay. I've always been interested in like, I keep saying like, maybe like I'll write a book. Yeah. But like a, a couple things I'm like, one, I don't really know. Like there's been so many different types of experiences that I've had in my life. I don't necessarily know. Like, you know, when you go to like a, a bookstore, there'd be like a self-help category. There'd be a motivational category. There'd be, you know, health and fitness category. I feel like my story has just, I wouldn't even know what category. Okay, so I was in your shoes. Okay. I was in your shoes. I know where you're coming from. Exactly. This is what I want you to know. Writing a book, don't think about it like it's going to make money. It's going to help you with any notoriety or social proof. Like I don't want put that out of your mind right now because writing a book isn't going to get acknowledged. It literally people are like, ah, another book, yeah. ah, another book. That's really how people see things. So everything you do, make sure it's like for you. It has to be for you so that you can look back and not have any regrets. And if you have a question, because I know that you're, you're multi-talented, so you have so many different t- topics that you can talk about. I always put a poll, you know, in social media, put it on your Instagram page, put it on your Twitter. Hey guys, you know, would you want to see this, this, or this? And they're going to tell you, like, you're going to get it from there. And then you want to think, so once you have that, then I want you to start thinking, okay. What is going to differentiate you from everybody else? There's a million this. Mm -hmm. There's not a million of this, right? So start kind of narrowing it down in that way. And that'll help you. That's a really great tip. Yeah, I just, and then the other conflict that I always have in my mind about writing a book is like, I always feel like that I'm not done telling my story. So it's like, or do you just set yourself up for like a second edition? Exactly. That's what you do. You know, because I feel like like you, I just got to leave them on a cliffhanger, I guess. I don't know. You, you, know? you answer your own question, girl. You That's just, exactly what you do. Start out. Don't think about it. Start it. And then you're going to find when you're finished, you're like, oh, that wasn't that hard. I'm going to do a second one. I did three. I've had, I have three books. What are your books? So one's the branding book. Okay. One's the book. And then one's the fit physique book. Wow. I love that. Just do it. Just start. Yeah, I might, I might do that. I just, I feel like I need a few more hours in my day. I don't know how you like, you're all over social media. I got to figure out the social, I'm still on the social media part, trying to figure out TikTok here, Gia. 
I don't we know. Gotta, the... We gotta get you some, a few assistants. Yeah, yeah, yes, ma'am. That would be awesome. You need a um, videographer, a photographer. Then you need someone to edit that content. You need a ghostwriter. Yeah, if we could just duplicate oh. myself, that would be perfect. Just duplicate myself times six, I guess. Uh, um, I uh, so I want to kind of go into really quick the listeners. It's the beginning of the year. We're ending the year. Um, what, like, what are some strategies that you have from your experiences, especially all the years of competing, you know, now you're a successful entrepreneur, um, you're a speaker, you're an author. What are some, what are some good tips that you can give the listeners on making us making 2023 successful by setting the, the right types of goals? Can you give some pointers, especially for you? Cause you have to strategize your year with business. You have to strategize it with your fitness goals. Let me hear it. Exactly. So for 2023, you need to ask yourself what you were doing in 2022. Was it leading you to the goal, your long-term goal? So if you don't have a long-term goal, that's where you need to start. And I always say, write down a six-month goal, a one-year goal, and a five-year goal. And everything you do should be tiny little steps closer to those little bulletin points, right? So if what you're doing in 2022 isn't leading you to your bigger five-year goal, then it's time to do away with everything that you were doing that wasn't along the lines and start writing it down. I don't know why people don't write down their stuff. I journal every single day. Like I wake up, have a glass of water, do my walks, and then I go to my journal. Mm -hmm. It centers you, it focuses you. And so there's no room for distraction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it gets gets pretty clear whenever you Mm -hmm. can set it up like that. And I think that as humans, right, we try to set goals that are probably uh, not the right amount of timeline given for us to actually achieve those goals. And that's why it's important what Gio was was saying is, Set a long-term goal for sure. Set a big goal. And maybe it's not at the end of the of this year. Maybe it's the end of the following year, whatever that. Maybe your big long-term goal for you is in six months. Like maybe this is the first goal that you've ever set and we're going to keep it really short because whenever you hit those little milestones, what Gia was talking about, it's like this positivity of self-reward that just kind of keeps coming back to you. And then you you continue to be motivated because what happens is when you set these goals, like we, we lose like the motivation and the discipline has never been instilled within us. Um, and then we just lose it all. So, well, you always tell people confidence is not about how you look or what you have. Like, this is like a big misconception. Confidence is about saying you're going to do something, following through on your word and accomplishing it. And when you do that, every single time you do that, you're going to have bigger and bigger confidence. Mm-hmm. So when you come across something that maybe five years ago would seem way too big of a goal for you. Now you're like, oh, I can do that. And you really, I mean, you really can accomplish. Mm -hmm. People way underestimate what they're able to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They set these goals like this and they don't realize that they can do so much more. Mm. I love it. Do you have, aside from the February thing with your husband, what other events do you have? Is there, do you have anything going on that people can look forward to to finding you or seeing you at in 2023? What's going on? So I have a few in Miami. They're going to be live events um, where I'm getting together with a community of people. This is what we do. We help people brand themselves, like whether it be, you know, being on Forbes or whatever case, we're going to be out in Miami and we're going to be doing a live event speaking on stage. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. That's awesome. And where can people find more about that information? 
I'm going to be posting about it. Okay, cool. I mean, you haven't yet given out all the deets yet, but soon you'll be posting on it on Instagram. All right. Okay. So one more question. How do you navigate through the holidays and still not just totally crash your diet, your lifestyle? How do you navigate through that? So I do an 80-20 rule. Okay. It's called the 80-20 rule. Basically, if you look at it with 10, this is, I always go small because it's easier to understand, right? 10 out of 10 meals, only two of those meals are like not on your your good, your good to do list, right? So if you're used to eating, you know, you know your macros need to be this, right? Eight of those meals are on top of your macros. Mm. And then the other two meals can be opposite. So here's a smaller way to look at it. Three days on, one day off. Three days on, one day off. Mm. So that really helps you stay on track because if you're only having a pizza, let's say on a Friday, but and it's a pizza, not a whole day of like binging, right? But you have a pizza on Friday, the rest of the week, you've been good. You're not going to gain extreme amounts of weight. Yeah. You're not going to crush. You're not going to crush your, your diet. Yeah. That's really great advice, guys. I would just want to say like going into the holidays, um, you know, don't, don't allow, don't overthink it. I think that it has to, it starts with a great relationship with food, right? We know this starts with a great relationship with food. Food is not the enemy. Our relationship with food is the enemy. Um, And just keep things simple. Just exactly what Gia was saying. You guys have to learn for anything to be successful and, and, and to last you have to you have to be fair with yourself and you still have to be able to enjoy the things that you really want to enjoy in life. Now, however, if you are signed up for a show or if you have some sort of goal that requires you to have discipline in your meal planning, whatever that may be, you know, practicing your firearm training, you have to stay regimented to that and stay disciplined. So um, really, really great advice. Is there anything else that you want to leave the listeners going into the new year? I just want to thank you. Yeah. It's- being on your show i was super super excited about it so thank you i know i can't i can't wait to go to the range with you sometime next time that we're together and we're gonna be at the same event and i'm like because i was trying to set up a a girl group from january and it just everything has been (laughs) oh yeah that's right i remember like a shooting thing i'm totally down like i'm i'm all about um i'm all about like women and firearms have you heard of the red letter project with maddie yes Yes. Yeah. So she, she's awesome. She's another just strong female. That's like, just really trying to preach, just practice your firearms guys. Like especially yeah. females you don't have to be intimidated by it. I had a super scary situation happen to me yesterday. I don't know, about a week ago I was coming out of the gym and there was a black zip tie on my car door. Have you heard about that? There's a black zip. No. Okay. So if you have a black zip tie, you are being tracked by a sex trafficker shut the fuck up so i had no clue i've never heard about it in my life i drive home my husband takes the car uh, an officer comes over and says you know you have a black zip tie on and he's like i don't know what that is how he's like you didn't take this how come we didn't take the zip tie off we didn't we didn't even see it we didn't even uh, notice it we have a black truck you're like you're not gonna see it you know i was on the passenger side not even on the actual driver's side right So uh, my husband calls me up. He's like, where have you been? And I'm like, just to the gym. And he's like, you're being tracked by a sex, a trafficker. 
And it, th- this gym is like, I, I don't, I don't like franchise gyms. I hate, like, I like these hardcore yeah. old school in the garage, dirty. Same, 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 same. I'm like that. So I go to the, like, I go across town and it's not in the greatest side of town. And cause the guy owns it in like this little building. Well, from then on, I carry, I carry when I'm all the time now. Like wow. I'm always. so it was scary very very scary after that i'm telling you girls do not understand how close to home this stuff happens be aware be aware get your head out of your phone guys and don't sit in the in your car in a parking lot yeah man i just you 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 are until you have a plan until you start becoming aware you're a victim so like i cannot preach this enough and that's why i really appreciate women, strong women like you, Gia, and, you know, with uh, the Red Letter Project, like you, we got to keep hammering this into like freaking girls' heads. Like they have to understand they need to wake the fuck up or they're going to be, they're going to be in something that they can't get out of. Yeah. There's this perception because of Instagram and social media that you're living in a bubble, you know, and everything's rosy and and beautiful. And it's, uh, it's, it's a lie. It's all lies. Yeah. Well, I would love to do another follow-up podcast on, on that and, and female self-defense and women's firearm training. I think that that is a topic that I've always been extremely passionate about because I too, as you know, I've had some crazy stalker incidences, um, and where I've had, had to get my dogs and that's why I have my dogs. Um, and until it happens to you, I think this is the most important thing until Mm -hmm. it happens to you and you see how close you truly were to what could be a horrible, horrible accident or just a horrible like place to be like, that's when you understand you're like, Oh, this shit's real. And just like you were saying, it can happen in my backyard. Yeah, absolutely. So don't be a victim. You're being like, I was being followed <laughs> and I'm in a gated community, but still, I mean, they, they maybe know they that you were here. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. When, when anybody is motivated, when you're motivated, when somebody's motivated and, and 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 you're distracted, you you become a very very easy target because you have some someone or something that's extremely motivated to get to you, and you're not even paying attention. Yeah. And most people, actually, I, most haven't, people I haven't shared that story. No one, I haven't shared that on social media. No, I haven't told anybody about that story, but you know, you're right. It needs, it needs to be said more. It does. It does. Yeah. Cause you know, once you, once you realize like, wow, that could have happened to me. I mean, then you have to think about, first of all, they don't know who the fuck the, they're, they're messing with you. Right. You're, you are very well trained. And, and, I, and I'm a six foot, like, yeah. I'm a little girl. Just, so just think about <laughs> it would be in for the fight of their life. Yes. Just think about like the girl <laughs> who maybe doesn't train or the girl that doesn't know yeah. the BJJ or body awareness or who isn't, you know, that is a victim. And so I feel for those girls and those girls are the ones that need to hear that story and hear that message. So yeah, I'm all about, I'm all, all about that. So, Hey girl, I just want to say Merry Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas New Year. Thank yes. you for coming on the River Podcast. Year. You're going to do some amazing things. Thank I cannot you. wait. I, I love following you. Thanks. Thank and you I, I, I appreciate everything you said about just like competing and, and sharing your journey and, and thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. Same here. Bye, girl. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Reborn podcast today with Gia and myself. 
It has been awesome getting to know her more. And man, you guys, she threw out some golden nuggets there. So thank you guys so much. Um, if you got anything from this podcast at all, make sure you share it on your social channels. Um, leave me a review, rate me. And thank you so much for joining me again on today's Reborn podcast from Ironclad. I will see you guys next week. Bye. Swallow your pride. There's nowhere to hide. What would you decide when it's on the line? Would just do or die? Would you compromise or would you stand through the storm and roll with the tide? Would you be the one to fight or the one to hide? You can never touch the sky, you don't try to fly. Rocky roads, but we stayed unshakable. Been through it all and we still unbreakable.